anyway, all right, we're starting. Okay, am I driving? No, I think I am. I'm no, driving. it's my go. Oh, yeah. Isn't it? Soz. Um, probably. Okay. I don't mind anyway, you can drive. Right. You're a better driver than me. <laughs> Okie dokie, welcome to another episode. Thank you. <laughs> You're having of, an episode. I'm having an episode of Playing Devil's Avocado, yep. which is our podcast. Yep. Claire Isaac. Yes, it is Lisa Sinclair. Um, and it's aimed at women over 45. Yeah, you're... Um, about life and everything it throws at us mm. as we enter our later Twilight decades, years. Our twilight <laughs> years and the dawn of a new chapter. <laughs> I've had half a, half a can of gin and tonic. Yeah. It's we gone, are class, oh, it's gone right to my head. Classy as we mm. are. So classy. So in this... Episode. Yes. We're going. Why am I making that voice? I've done twice now. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, We have some things to talk about. We um, have a very important uh, medical story about Ugg Boot Foot, (laughs) which is a new new, um, phenomenon. Phenomenon. Medical phenomenon. We're a bit concerned about Google spying on us. Yes. um, Because we're nothing if not, you know, up to date and (laughs) it's only been going on for the last five years. Um, big news is that my skirting board cleaner arrived, <laughs> so I'm going to give you the full rundown on that. Let's just go straight there, I think. And then some culture club. Fabulous. Okay, and a bit of finance. Ooh, oh, it's finance. Literally, literally something for everyone. Something for everyone. Okay. All right. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Now, Ugg Boot Foot. Um, <laughs> Sounds like you're calling me names. You sent me this story, and you say it's your favourite story of all time. It's just, I just love it. Here it is. Oh, thank it you. There. Thank you. This is the um, the best thing ever because, well, I mean, it's just a really good headline. Mm-hmm. It got me in. So mm-hmm. whoever wrote this on the ABC, <laughs> um, you did a really good job. Clickbait. Clickbait, but it's true. So people aren't getting the proper support they need from their feet because they're wearing slippers all day. Mm. So there's two things at play I, here. Have you got Ugg boots? I do, but I haven't put them on yet this oh, year. Oh, mine have been on non-stop. Yeah, no, Lee's yeah. been wearing... My husband's been wearing his, mm. but I haven't been wearing mine. But so basically they're not very... Because people put them on year after year after year, they get worn down and they don't give your feet the support they need when you're walking around, and especially when you're walking around the house all the time now. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're working on tiles and things that are not very forgiving. So there's that. Yes. And then there's also something called crumpet oh. foot, which I was reading about my hus- to my husband last night and he was making me shut up. So basically, spending so much time in Ugg boots and sweating in that environment is potential for infection and the slipper provides a perfect breeding ground for tinea or bacterial infection. There's also something you can get called crumpet foot. La la, you get that much bacteria on your foot, it looks like a crumpet. So disgusting. So gross. So I, I just can't picture that. Oh, I can. I totally. Mean, it's just, uh, oh, yeah. To- totally. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically you need to wear, so get a new pair of slippers every year if you're going to wear But Ugg boots aren't, I mean, if you get proper Ugg boots, as I do, mm-hmm. they're not cheap. No, no, but you just need to keep them clean, I guess, because right. they're, and they do get very full. I mean, you have to think about it, you do get hot in them sometimes, don't you? Can you just, isn't there some kind of sniff test? You, you can, can do it. <laughs> there is a sniff test, but the way that your thing is printed it out, it's not... Oh, do you know Not what? On the printer. We didn't say this was what hurts now. Oh, this is what, what hurts, hurts now. Um, it hasn't printed out about the sniff test. No, but I can read the bit about the sniff test. It says um, there is a simple test you can do. La di da. 
Wait there. Right. They have a soft, fluffy interior and feet are going to sweat no matter what. If you've been popping your feet in there and the inside is starting to look not so great, it's probably time to move on, he says. So that's all he says really about the sniff test. Mm. So basically he's saying if they stink, put them yeah. in the bin. Put them in the bin. Look, I love my Uggy boots. Um, Didn't they called Ugg boots? Because when you hold them, you go, Ugh, Ugg, Ugg. <laughs> um, And I have been wearing them quite a lot since since it got a bit cold. They were straight out of the wardrobe. Um, and I can totally understand that they would completely fuck your feet up. Mm. I mean, about then, and this takes us on to my ISO <laughs> health. Bless you. Excuse me. It's excitement. My ISO health complaints is that. Um, yeah. I've put on so much weight from my comfort eating <laughs> that all my ailments are back, like right. plantar fasciitis is right. back. What's that again? That's something to do with your feet. I'm going to sneeze again. It's to do with your feet <laughs> and that your arches Sorry, not aren't COVID. supportive enough. Right. Um, and the reason it, if I put on, if I go over a certain weight, I get it back because I think basically my arches are just going, fuck you. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't. I cannot do it. I can't do it. <laughs> Um, for the love of God! <laughs> so I've got that, and then I've got a bit of heartburn, and um, then I've got my hips are playing up, and um, it's basically because I've just yeah. stacked it on. I think I've stacked. I think I've put on six kilos. It's a kilo a week, more than a kilo, uh, a bit more. But yeah, I've put on six kilos. Look, I think we've all probably coming at you like yeah, that much. You're basically mm. going to come out of ISO, aren't you? You're either going to be one of those. You're either going to be really skinny because you've used the time to like just exercise and mm. cook well, or you're going to come out and be a right old fatso because you've been smashing the booze and making cauliflower cheese every night. <laughs> <laughs> and that's pretty much it, yes. And yeah. and I think we can all guess yeah. which one which side of the fence <laughs> we we come out on. <laughs> but never mind. Well, comfort eating is actually science, you yes. know. <clears throat> Why is so, that then? Um well, I'm just trying to find it because <laughs> in my very well organized mm. filing system here, for some reason it wouldn't let me open it earlier, so bear with. Well, shall I tell you about my other things that are hurting at the moment? Yeah, go ahead. Please um, do. Well, I drove down to the country for the weekend, for the long weekend, mm-hmm. and spent the night at my sister's house in my nephew's bed. He wasn't there. That would have been weird. Um, <laughs> well, unless he was like four, that would be all right. But he's not. He's 21, so that would be really weird. Anyway. <laughs> um, he's got a really soft mattress. Right. Oh, so yeah. that, coupled with driving, yeah. oh, I was, oh, my back. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Really it's so stiff. Oh. And, oh, God. God. I don't know why so we bother. Pathetic. <laughs> so pathetic. My back's been hurting because the cat's been lying on me because oh, it's cold. Floydy. Yeah. He's been lying on me every yeah. night. And he's like eight kilos. So that yeah. on, on your hip flexors. Oh, good. it's not good. No. I've put on Floyd, basically. <laughs> your arches are killing you. Have you got your comfort eating story? I have. So Go comfort on. eating, it's, um, there's an actual study they did. It's actually really interesting what they did. They got all these women. I think it's weird that they got women, but we won't go there. Oh, yeah. Between the ages of 16 and 50, there was 80 women, and they had to look at images of food and neutral images after discussions that evoked negative or neutral emotions. And they split the women into emotional eaters and restrictive eaters who didn't emotionally eat, right? So there's two lots yeah. of people looking at two different kinds of things. And they looked at the facial expressions, brain activity, 
and all these other things. And what it said was emotional eaters had a stronger appetite when they felt negative emotions. They frowned less when looking at pictures of food during (laughs) negative emotional state. And the appetite of restrictive eaters didn't appear to change whether they had negative or neutral emotions. So it it suggested that emotional eaters, that scientifically proves that emotional eaters have a hunger response when they have negative Mm. emotions. Like it's just some weird thing. Um, and so you need to. So they're saying that you need to come up with other remedies for negative emotions. So like finding the source of the of the emotion yes. and doing something about it at that stage, i.e., mindfulness. But what about if you're just greedy? Well, that wouldn't come up as an emotional response, oh. would it? That would just come up as <laughs> maybe like little dollar signs, <laughs> pie signs in your eyes. I don't know. But it's science, so you can't yeah. help it. I can't help it. You, okay. you can't help your desire for mac and cheese. Yeah, well, not like your ones, I mean, not ones. yours specifically. Not yet pointing the <laughs> you can't at. help your desire for mac and cheese. But, all right. All right. Um, okay, well, that's what hurts now. Yeah. Now, you're a bit upset. You've got a bit of a ranty rant. It's a surprise. Yeah. About Google. 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 The Google. You know, know, we all know it, right? We all know that that you're getting spied on left, right and centre. I'm just getting so bored with looking at a picture of a chair online and then getting 55,000 chairs in my Facebook and Instagram feeds. Yeah. um, Emails being sent to me. Yeah. Um, I'm just like, please, I don't... I don't was looking it. at a chair. What is the way not to have it? Just You must have to shut off some privacy things yeah, or something. Yeah, I don't know what they are, though. Maybe someone could tell us how yeah. to stop that happening. Yeah, I had a situation where I was looking at a recipe in a Jamie Oliver cookbook yeah. at my sister's well, house. Well, you know he's working for them. <laughs> Joking, he's not. I don't know what that means. No. Um, <coughs> and then... The next day, it came up in my Facebook feed, mm. and the recipe that came up in my that I'd looked at it's five years old. Mm. Yeah, that's weird. It's weird, isn't it? But I think maybe I must have googled it in between without even thinking about it. Or we took a photo. Or of I it. took a photo of it. I wonder if your phone knows what you're doing. Yes, I was... don't know. So weird. Like I've been writing all these stories for a tourism place, mm. and I get ads now for places that I've just checked their website online. Yeah. I get ads for them in coming up all the time. As yeah, well. and it's like sometimes I'm like, hang on, how do you even know they're on my list of things? Yes. Or I'll get emails offering money off and all... It's just very... It's quite spooky. I don't Um, like it at all. I haven't downloaded the coronavirus app Mm. because I don't want people knowing my whereabouts. Mm. But it's ridiculous because if you've got an iPhone, they know what you're doing. They know where you are. That's why I didn't bother. I just downloaded it anyway because I thought, well... Where you are, what you're doing, what you're you're buying, what you're drinking, who you're with... Yeah. You know, we're being spied on all the time anyway. Yeah, I'm we? just over it. I'm yeah. just, I mean, you know, I didn't used to care that much because I used to think, well, you know, it's not really doing any harm. But now mm. I just feel like it's just Violation. infiltrating so much of my life yeah. that if I want to look at a chair yeah. without anyone knowing, yeah. I can't. Like, if I want to spend... Do you know spend... how to do that, though? Go to the shop and look at the chair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they'd still know I went there. Yeah, they would. They'd be able to track me. Um, I. This sort of leads into the thing that I'm want to talk about which is buying things off Facebook yes because it's the same thing isn't it yeah and then once you start looking at one thing you yeah, just get a million I've a story once about this oh, you did you did actually because yeah. um, you know I know everyone's been really desperate to, to find out about my skirting board cleaner <laughs> I honestly cannot cannot wait to hear um, more which took two months to arrive 
um, and I bought it off Facebook. It was a Facebook ad, and I thought, right. well, that looks good, and click yeah. through and buy it. I'm never, I'm just not buying anything off Facebook no, again. I just think it's all shit. Um, yes, it's all really badly made shit. Well, and it also, it all seems to be all fine. And then yeah. it always comes, and it's like really badly made and yeah. made of plastic, but it looks yeah. so professional. That's what this was. I mean, I'm so annoyed I got sucked in by it. Um, and it's it's pretty useless and rubbish. And basically, I could have just made it myself out of a stick and a stuck a you know sponge from the <laughs> two dollar shop on the end. Why didn't you? I don't know why I didn't. Aww. In fact, I'll do that next time. Yeah, that's a great idea. <laughs> but I'm such I'm so gullible in that it's actually a really good idea. Mm. Anyway, I'm so gullible in that um, I'll see something on Facebook and then I'll go, oh, that looks good, and then I'll read the reviews. And I go, oh, everyone likes it. It's like, well, of course they do because they're bots, yes, aren't they? And yes, they're just made-up reviews. They're and not real people. Why am I such a sucker? <clears throat> because you want it to be true. I want it to be true. And also because you're always yeah. looking for the perfect I want thing. that foundation to transform me into glowing skin. Yes. Or whatever it is. Yes. No, I get it. Do you though? I get it. Do I you know. though? Claire? I do. I get it. It's like when I, I go through phases of buying the most random things, and then I stop for a while, and then I'll buy them again. Like mm. I bought. Ah, ah, I wasn't going to tell you <laughs> oh, this. God. I bought a p- thing that's a uh, USB plug-in disco light. <laughs> uh, that's quite fun though. <laughs> but it's like this big, so when um, readers, listeners, it's the size of yeah. a mandarin. Yeah. Therefore, not very useful for a large room of people wanting to have a party, but funny nonetheless. I know someone who bought a quite a nice wooden chair, like a sort of an antique-looking wooden chair off eBay, and when it arrived, it was like a toy chair. <laughs> it was like a toy chair. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, I don't buy much online anymore because it's always so disappointing. Yeah, no, it can be very mm. disappointing. I mean, sometimes you can get some real surprises, mm. but generally not. No, no. All right. Um, what next, Lisa? What next? Should we, we culture club? Should we do some culture club? Culture club. Yeah. You have been reading um, Chiffon Trenches. <gasps> My God, I love Tell it. Tell us about it. So it's Andre Leon Telly. Yes. Telly? Telly? Yeah. I'm not sure how you say his last name. And I looked it up, couldn't find out. And also he talks about it and some people say Telly. Mm. So it's hard to know. Anyway, he, of course, was the fashion editor and then he was, like, the editor-at-large of Vogue for many years with... US Vogue. Yeah, with um, Anna Wintour. Mm. And he also worked for House and Garden in the US and a few other mags, like, over the years. He's a very, very um, big chip on his shoulder about Anna Wintour. Right. Um, he was they best- were besties, weren't they? they were, well, he says they, he says they were really close friends, but... Um, that, that he always knew that she sort of wasn't going to... Like, she was quite one of those people that threw people away. As was Karl Lagerfeld, who he was also really close friends with until Karl decided one day that he had had passed his use by date. Right. I think he got too fat, he thinks, for Karl, because Karl was always really obsessed with skinny. Well, he wouldn't so, like me, then. So Andre, <laughs> he just ended up not... Yeah. But it's just this amazing insight into that period, the 80s and 90s and 2000s, in fashion in America mm. working with all those people and like he's very gossipy he's very bitchy but he tells some really good stories about Yves Saint Laurent about Karl Lagerfeld about Marc Jacobs he went to Marc Jacobs' wedding Karl Lagerfeld he, like used to fly him around the world he was like besties with him for a really long time Anna Wintour is just sounds just awful makes it sound awful I, I am know. going to read it yeah, I'm quite excited it's really really have you whipped really, through it I've finished it yeah. yes yeah um, obviously, you got it on your iPad, so I can't borrow it. Yes, sorry. As usual, as per. As per. But um, honestly, it's such a. It's just. Um, he's quite bitter and twisted about oh, it I love all. That. And he's now in the seventies, like he's old mm. now. And um, 
not well, like he's not a well man. Yeah. Um, he's incredibly overweight and incredibly immobile. Right. Um, but just the this, the stories that he tells about Studio 54 and, you know, all that, it's just amazing. Mm. It's lovely. I worked on a fashion mag. Did you know? And when I left, I got a Gucci bag. He would he would probably think that was fine. He would fine. approve. <laughs> yes. And that was a long time ago, and I actually used it at the weekend, because mm. I, I use it as an overnight bag, because well. that's what a wanker I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, he would approve. Um, I have read a book. Yes, I believe it's true. It's not a new book. It's actually from 2017. Mm. Um, but it's the, it's the most, I think it's one of the best books I've ever read. And when I got to the end, I wanted to start all over oh, again. Oh, isn't that great? I wanted to when go it's straight book. back to the first mm. page. I can't tell you how much I love this book, and you must read it, everybody, immediately. Yes, and it, what is it called? It's called A Gentleman in Moscow, and it's by an author called A. Moore Towles. Sounds like a, it sounds like <laughs> that is, that's like Seymour Butts. <laughs> it sounds like you'd be ringing, the Simpsons yeah. would ring up and... <laughs> ring reception. Can I have any more towels, please? Um, <laughs> which is quite apt because it's about... It's IP set, freely. Sorry. IP freely. Um, so it's set in the 1920s in Russia, in Moscow, and it's about a count who um, is sentenced to live his entire life in a hotel right. in Moscow because Amazing. it's during the revolution. So it basically follows his entire... He does stay in this hotel for his entire life and it follows his journey and it's actually quite prescient because obviously at the moment everyone's in lockdown yeah. and isolation. Yeah, yeah. So you're reading this book and it, he's got these two little rooms that he lives in and he, he's not... If he leaves the hotel, he'll be shot by the revolution, um, by the Bolsheviks. And um, But he sort of... He carves out this really satisfying life for himself and he meets people because they obviously come yeah. as guests and then people are allowed to visit him in the hotel and then... And he makes these wonderful friendships and um, and it is really the most beautiful book I've ever read and it's really quite literary and lyrical and the way the author writes is just it's crafted mm. it's so beautifully crafted that you you read a sentence and you go I can't believe somebody's just written that sentence wow All um, right. yeah it's not quite the same kind of book as I was reading no <laughs> Um, but it's not hard to read either. No. When I say it's literary, it's it's got a bit of Russian liter literature in there. But you don't need to know anything about it. Because um, you know me, I love a trash novel. Mm. And I just couldn't stop reading this mm. book. But it's not trash at all. Okay. Um, and it is now being made into a TV show Ooh. starring the wonderful Kenneth Branagh. The wonderful Kenneth in Branagh. In the lead role. Right. And you, now, once I found that out, I was like, oh, I can so see him in that lead role. Right. So, yes, you must read, you must read will, this I book. Will, you will thoroughly it. enjoy it. I will, I will read it. We can't be friends anymore. <laughs> Um, I've been watching something that's probably not quite so um, good for the mind and soul. Mm -hmm. Big Brother. Mm, I haven't watched it yet. What do you think? I didn't mind it. Yeah. I watched it to the end. Watched yeah. it. They did an eviction on the first night, which was, you know, awesome. Mm. I think they're going to rattle through the evictions. Didn't they say there's one, one every day? Is there one every day, mm. yeah. And I think that's a good thing to speed it all up a bit. Um, How many people are in there, though? Well, 12, for a week? No, 12 <laughs> went in, but then I think tonight there's going to be four intruders right. already. So one's out, so it'll be 15 by t the end of today. Yeah. But then another one will go, so mm. 14. Can't keep up. Um, <laughs> all a bit... I feel like the, charac the characters, the contestants are probably all a little bit obvious, maybe. Mm. Um, so I'm hoping they've got hidden... Depth. Depth, but, um, for example, they've got this real nerdy guy and he plays the spoons and is really into rocks and he's a super nerd. But then 
and he said, I've, I'm, you know, I've got no social skills whatsoever. But then on the Daily Mail today, they had pictures of him with his girlfriend, and he's a real party boy. So yeah. you know when it starts, yeah. you know when it's like that, yeah. and you go, oh, okay. I don't want to be hoodwinked. Well, um, I don't want to be hoodwinked. That's the thing, Claire. <laughs> the problem is, is that these days you can't hoodwink because the Daily Mail will be there digging up all the dirt yeah. anyway. So you're, there's going to be no secrets. No. Um, but I'm, look, I think it's quite good distraction. I don't know if Love Island, or what's coming back, Love Island? Bachelor in Paradise. Bachelor in, Dash, in Paradise might, might lure me away Yeah. from Big Brother. Um, but, yeah, and also the only thing about Big Brother is because it was recorded during lockdown, it feels outdated already because they're all hugging each other. They're all yeah. touching each other. They're all kissing each other. And you're like, oh, don't touch them. You're not allowed to touch each other. So it almost feels a bit out of date. Yeah. yeah. So much has changed in the last three months. Well, it was like it? when MasterChef, because until MasterChef caught up to real time almost, like it was all filmed before COVID yes. as well. And there's lots of people hugging each other all the time. Yeah. And now it feels really weird to watch that. I know. I don't know when I'm going to be able to hug you again, Claire. I just want to say one more thing. Have you been watching all those graduation videos on no, YouTube? No, I don't know what they are. So, like, people have been, like, Michelle Obama and Barack Obama and Beyonce oh, yes. posting those lovely videos yes. because they can't, because people yeah. are graduating at home and they don't have their graduation mm. ceremony. So all these celebrities are coming out saying, you know, congratulations and you're just amazing and you're going to do great and all this. They're just lovely to watch, apart from Ivanka Trump, but we won't go there. Um, Schitt's Creek did one, the whole cast of Schitt's Creek with Mariah Carey, which was just, if you haven't seen it, I'll post it in the PDAs. It's just lovely because they all sing Hero um, and they're all singing it and then Mariah just makes this special guest appearance and it's just so, so beautiful. Is she, friend, is she a fan of Schitt's Creek? Or maybe. What, what's the story maybe, there? Maybe. Maybe. Oh but it's like done like a Zoom call. Love and it. Moira, it's all, and they're all in character as the Rose family and everything. It's just lovely. So they're just it's just nice, you know, because people have really, given, given the troubles that have been happening in the world and the things that we've had to deal with in the last few months, it's nice to just see people going, good on you people, you finish school or you're finishing, you know. Yeah. Get out in the world, don't worry. The other thing we didn't have our list on our list, but... And I wasn't going to watch it because I thought, well, I've seen four seasons. How much more can I get out of Queer Eye? Mm. Like, hasn't oh, yeah. it been been done to death? Yeah. And then I watched the first episode. Bald. Bald. My eyes out. Yeah, I was I can't. I feel like they've switched it up a bit and they, they've made enough changes, but also it's so right for right now. I was surprised by how much I enjoyed it having... Because... Uh, it could be a one-trick pony, couldn't yeah, it? No, but and they're I was just surprised so heartfelt by how much and I lovely, it. and they just—they yeah. actually care, yeah. and the people are really inspired by them and inspiring because they've, they've chosen people who do really good work, and yeah. it's just lovely. It I is love lovely. It. I've, lovely. I've, I can't. It's lovely, Claire. It's lovely. I can't. I've only I've watched like five episodes, and I've got to ration them because it's just—it's getting to a point where I just don't want it to end again, and it's, mm. just, it's heartbreaking. Anthony's hair, divine. Anthony in the kitchen, still divine. He is cute. Um, he's very cute. Yeah. Um, now, I would like to do some finance, if you don't mind. Yeah, well, just um, call me when you're done. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be over here. So I, everyone is sort of counting the pennies a bit at the moment, aren't they? Because yeah. for various reasons, people have stood down or they haven't got jobs yeah. or they can't, you know, it's all a bit uncertain. So um, I have an app called Pocketbook. Now, this is nothing new because, you know, I'm never new on these mm -hmm. things. But this pocketbook app is absolutely amazing. And if you are counting the pennies or, you know, just want to be across what you're spending money on, yeah. or if you want to be eye-opened mm. about how much money you spend on things you really shouldn't, Gosh, you need no. to download pocketbook. <laughs> never, I never want to Because it sinks, it sinks to your bank account. Oh, Jesus. And then it categorises every 
thing as you spend it. So you've got banking and finance, food and drinks, groceries, health and beauty and household utilities. And then within those structures, it breaks it down even more. So, for, for example... So I can t- I could tell you how much I spent on coffee, like mm. that kind of thing. Wow, okay, yeah, that's it, good. It's actually Breaks really it useful down. and it makes you really think about what you're spending and how you're spending it. Mm. Um, I mean, if you don't care, you don't care, that's fine. Oh. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, if you don't mind how much money you spend on yeah. it. But when you realise, like, supermarkets last month, I'll tell you. I can tell you're fascinated, Claire. I am fascinated, Lisa, um, I am. Last month, We're groceries, so groceries is supermarkets. Yeah. Well, we spent 1300 It's probably not actually that much in supermarkets, is it, over a month? It's quite a lot. It's, it's quite, quite a lot yeah, for a cat well, Actually, it is. It is. Well, you've got cats, I suppose. got cats. So it's what? That's 400 No, 300 a week? Yeah, it's quite a lot. It's quite a lot. should be closer to 200 I reckon. Well, it a depends, week. though, because you're not if you're not eating out, no. then you are. So. No. Yeah, it should all... Leave. I think it's quite a lot of money mm. to spend on supermarkets, plus all your little shops in between, mm. you know, your little convenience stores and what have you. Anyway, I really recommend this app. It's quite life-changing, and you can set little goals as well, and you can do a safely spend thing where you say, this is how much money I want to spend this month. And then it'll tell you when you've gone you. over. So, like, I've done a supermarkets one, and, I'm yeah, I'm about to break that. <laughs> I just need to. Sp- I don't know though. I mean, I actually need something to to actually pu- pull me out of the shop. Like, even today, I had to go and get my hair done, which sounds wanky, but you know, I have have yeah. keratin straight. See, that would go under health and beauty. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and then I was a killing time to come and see you, and I thought I won't go home. I'll just go and do something else. And I could easily have just spent another two hundred dollars up oh, in the shops, just so by easily. pottering about and maybe getting my nails done or and getting a going to the clothes shop, whatever. I have to literally stop myself from going into clothes stores because it will. I will just buy something. Yes, I went into Victoria's basement today to buy a present for a friend. I do love Victoria's basement. Mm. I, I actually nearly lost my mind. Mm. I was grabbing, I was grabbing um, sieves and saucepans. <laughs> um, they've got loads of different wash, hand washes in. Yeah. I was, you know, I nearly, and I actually stopped yeah. and just bought the present yeah. that I went in for. Yeah. Um, glasses. I was about to start buying cut glass because everything's so much cheaper than it should be. Yeah. They really suck you in in I there. Know. Yeah. I know. Shopping. The, if you get out of the habit of shopping, it's easy. But as soon as you step, if you're a shopper. You step yeah. through that door and you'll buy anything. Well, that's the thing. I was fine for weeks. I was yeah. fine because I wasn't able to go anywhere. Yeah. And really, yes, I need. I think I need more than an app. Yeah. <laughs> I need a mask and um, I need to be tied up. <laughs> you need to be tied up. Outside shops um, like a dog. And then just very quickly, if you are out of work or yes. looking for work, um, I've got eight ways and you have to do a video interview mm. because obviously there's a bit of that going on at the moment. Yes, there is. For jobs. I've got eight ways to nail your video by Alison Green from The Cut. Do you read The Cut? Yeah, I do. It's really good, isn't mm. it? Mm. I really enjoy it. And Alison Green is particularly good on work stuff. Anyway, I'm not, I'll just quickly run through it, shall I? Yeah. Do a trial run ahead of time. So that you know that everything's working. Yeah. Yeah. And so that do it with a friend so they can say, oh, your head's cut off mm. or you look like an alien. <laughs> Um, get are you going to wear that top? Are you really? Are you going to wear that top? Is that how you're going to do your hair? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you mean to put that much eyeshadow on? Um, get the lighting right. That's a good one, isn't mm. it? Because you know, if you're backlit or frontlit, anyway, mm. one you won't be able to see your face. No, backlit. Mm. Um, have everything you need nearby. So, glass of water, paper, pen to take notes. Have a copy of your resume and the jobs description nearby. Mm-hmm. Use the strongest internet internet connection you can. 
That's a good tip. And also, if there's other people in the house, don't let them do anything while you're doing it. Yeah. So <laughs> don't come and do the laundry. Oh, no, I think you mean in terms of bandwidth. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. Not literally walking behind no. naked, a naked man. <laughs> naked. Naked flat man walking behind <laughs> you. Um, look at the camera, not the people you're talking to. I think that's quite hard. Yeah, it is hard because I never because the little light is that the camera, mm, the yeah. little dot. Yeah. Um, and this takes practice before it feels normal, so just get used to doing that. Mm -hmm. If you're distracted by your own image, cover it. Mm. I'm very distracted by my own image, and um, I think I've said I've started um, removing myself. Mm. But then I'm worried that I'm going to do something and forget I'm on video, like stop. Yeah, I don't know, scratching my ass or something. Pick your nose. Pick your nose. <laughs> um, keep everything else on your computer closed. I think that's a good idea for all Zoom meetings because you get really distracted, don't you? Mm. you if you're bored, you start looking you know, at things on the side, looking up things yeah. on Google, and then yeah. not understanding why Google's sending yeah. you pictures of chairs. 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 And the other tip is um, pants, wear them. <laughs> <laughs> well, because so that you feel like you got yeah. pants on. In case they say, Can, do you mind going and getting that? And then you have yeah. to get up and you're in your undies. So you feel professional. Great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I just want one more thing that yeah. we were going to talk about was um, clean sheets. I thought we were going to talk about you being 52. And oh, yeah. Well, what would you rather talk about? <laughs> clean sheets. Clean sheets. We'll talk about both. All right. Well, we can, they're kind of one and the same. Are they? As a 52-year-old woman, I like to have clean sheets. Yeah. Um, oh, well, hey, all right, let's talk about me. I'm turning 52 in three weeks, Lisa. How do you feel about that, Claire? I'm not sure how I feel about it. Mm. It's weird because for the last three months or whatever, I haven't really had to acknowledge my age or indeed any any passing of time mm. in any way. And now I suddenly go, oh, gosh, okay. Um, my husband said, what, you're going to have to start thinking about what you want for your birthday. Ooh. And even that took me by surprise. Mm. Um, look, I think I'm just over it now. I think that's just what it is. The age thing. Yeah, I think it just yeah. is what it is. Um, I say that. I don't know. I mean, you don't look bad for 52. No, well, that's this my skincare regime. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, I did buy myself a pair of, um, um, like, really poppy, vibrant coloured sneakers online. Oh, what colour? They're, like, orange and pink and Ooh, green. They sound fun. Um, and then I thought, and am I too old? Plug-in disco ball as well. Yeah, and I thought, am I too old to wear them? And I said to my husband, do you think I'm too old to wear this? And he said, no, they're great. And I was like, done, done. So that's that's enough for me. Yeah. I just, I just, I don't know. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What I are you think do? maybe when now it's what like when I turn do? sixty, I have to think about it. But the fifty, maybe mid fifties might be hard. Once you tip mm. over to fifty five, fifty six, maybe that might be a bit harder for me. I like to know what other people in the PDAs think. Mm. Anyone older than me, <laughs> if they're actually there, mm. you know, it's an interesting time. Yeah. Um, let me talk about this quickly about the the pillows and sheets because as a fifty two year old woman, I thought I knew everything about washing. Yes. But apparently, I didn't. Do tell. Because. This is interesting. Yeah. You put rice water starch in the wash to make your bed feel like a hotel. So, you know how hotel beds are always, like, they're so nicely starched yes. and the linens are really crispy and yes. lovely? If you, excuse me, boil some rice and keep the water and add one cup of that rice water starch to two cups of water and, and stir it into your washing... It makes the, your sheets, because it's like starch, mm. makes your yeah. sheets nice and crispy and, and fresh and delicious. But surely the reason hotel sheets are so lovely is because they iron them? That's probably a bit of both. Also, she says use vinegar instead of fabric softener. Oh, yes, do that. Um, yeah. So that's, that's, that's gives you, that gives well. you uh, That gives you fluffy towels. And add a dry towel to your washing to cut drying time. Oh. That's interesting, In the, isn't To it? the dryer, yeah. to the tumble dryer. Yeah. Yeah, I think I have heard that. Oh. We've got those balls. 
you are you, you have know the, got balls. The, the, you know the spiky balls. Yes, but a towel a, a towel would also help. Yeah. And then also, she says, in putting in a handkerchief inside your pillowcase, mm. one teaspoon of dry rose petals, two drops of lavender oil, one teaspoon of fresh thyme, and one sage leaf, and that should um, keep everything smelling nice and give you a good night's sleep. Now that's that Shannon Lush woman. You know that Love woman her. who I've got one of her books. Yeah, she's amazing. Her um her stains Bible, Claire. Yes, is like um, she, well, she doesn't know about stains. <laughs> it's in frequent use in my house, I can tell you. <laughs> well, she's she says to wash your pillows once a month. I don't think I've ever washed my pillows. No, never washed a pillow in my but, life. Um, I'm going to now because how really, do you wash them? Well, well, Lisa. Yes. She's speaking to Channel Seven. I don't know what she must have been on the on um, the morning show, hasn't me. Um, they can be hand or machine washed, and you should check the instructions first. But if you're hand washing, use warm water and cheap shampoo. If you feel machine washing, you should fill the washing machine and use the soak cycle before soak cycle before rinsing them straight away. Dry them on a drying rack or on the washing line. If you're drying them on the line, make a towel um, tray and put them on and that, and them. then yeah. um, keep turning them every couple of hours. I do what we did dry. wash quite early on in lockdown. Mm. We washed all our sofa covers. Oh. And um, life changing. Life changing. <laughs> Honestly, I don't think realised a quite how dirty oh, they yeah. were. B quite how smelly they were. Yeah. So it was really life changing. Okay. Then you yeah. have to sit on like you know some random blanket for about two days, and I always really dry. Yeah, and I always feel like it suddenly go back to being a student. Mm. But you know, it's yeah. a small price to pay, really. It is it? for nice smelling <laughs> sofas. Right, is that enough? I think that's plenty. <laughs> We've saved, obviously saved the very best to last. <laughs> um, all right, well, come to the PDAs and tell us your washing tips. Yeah. Your um, how old? I still you haven't took, bought my Hoover, by the way. How old you were when you felt old? I'd yeah. like to know that. Actually, how old were you when you suddenly felt old? That's an interesting conversation to have. Well, I, think. I was forty. 47. It I was, was on today Saturday. years old. <laughs> I was today years old. It was after sleeping on a soft mattress yeah. and driving for five hours. Yeah. I felt old. I did feel old. Well, it's funny, like, with the cat on me, like, I've woken up a couple of times this week with a sore back, and I had my back had become really quite good. I used to have a really bad back, and then it had gotten mm. a lot better. And I suddenly thought, well, as it coming up to 52, like, this might be as good as it gets. <laughs> Gosh, with that thought. <laughs> With that cheery See thought. See you next week for more fun and frolics. Come to the PDAs, email us on wearepalingdevilsavocado at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram. Like and subscribe, people. That would be nice. Tell your, friends, t- tell your friends and like and subscribe and review. Thank you. And we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.